of the darkness and into the light. I'm Johnny Metters, and together we're going to turn over mossy rocks and uncover the secrets that your government doesn't want you to know. Welcome to Monsters, Mysteries, and Meddling into the Missing Molten Mass in the Middle with Metters, a podcast where we say what the media won't tell you, the truth. Now, I know it's been a while since I've released an episode, and I know I made big promises that I didn't follow through on. I had the person who I believe is the Gullicochica Gator Menace in my custody, but I was forced to let them go. Let me explain. You know I have certain sources from which I obtain the facts. Well, I happen to be friends with a group of paranormal investigators. They told me I was wrong about my suspect, and I had failed to get a confession anyway, so my hand was forced. For this, I apologize. But I promise I will not rest until I can out the Gator Man for who they really are. With that said, I am skipping my mailbag segment today to bring up recent events in Gullicochica. I'm sure the majority of my local meddlers are dealing with the fallout of Hurricane Fay. My heart goes out to the residents of Pickett, whose town was leveled by the storm. In the words of Don Sajak, the storm appeared as if it is being conjured by some sort of witchcraft. Let me be the first to remove the as-if part of that sentence. I'll be as crazy as a Betsy bug if there weren't some sort of evil magic at play. I thought for sure those heralds had something to do with it until I saw that their little meeting house got destroyed in the maelstrom. My promise to my fellow meddlers is this. I will get to the bottom of this. I may be down, but when it comes to shedding light on the terrible things that happen in the shadows, Johnny Metters ain't never out. see a high-tech cargo plane flying above Gullicochica. It resembles a Quinjet from Avengers or a Pelican from Halo. The side of the plane reads GEAR in all caps, which stands for Global Extraordinary Acquisitions and Research, with the image of a gear around the logo. Inside, the plane is dark and, and full of gears. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I couldn't even hold it in. I was dying. I'm sorry. Um, Can you say what it stood for one more time so I can write it down? It's <laughs> supposed to be a dramatic intro monologue. Uh, Global Extraordinary Acquisitions and Research. You really had to work for that one, didn't you? <clears throat> the inside of the aircraft is dark as the crew tries to avoid detection. But we do see two crew members in paramilitary gear. They seem to be talking jovially, just shooting the ship. It's a routine job for them. But then suddenly there's a loud sound, a crunching and scraping of metal, and one of them turns to go check on it. He walks into the cargo hold and shines a flashlight on a cage that's been ripped open. The mangled pieces of bar have been snapped and are just twisted askew. 
Behind him, we see the silhouette of some slender beast creeping up as we recognize frightful realization in the man's eyes. Now we see from outside the aircraft. We hear the sounds of screaming, monstrous roars, and gunfire. They all join as a flurry as blood paints the inside of the cockpit. Stray bullets have hit the pilot, and the vehicle starts to plummet down towards the endless sea of trees that make up Tate's Hell National Forest. It's Slender Gear Man. <laughs> it's, it's Snake. Slender Gear Man. It's Solid Snake, it's solid a.k.a. Snake. The Slender Gear Man. <laughs> so, Raymond, about two weeks has passed since you confronted the Sky Song? Since, aliens, since, you, since, since the aliens. Since the disc since all the opened up to reveal Calliope. The storm wasn't as bad here as it was in Pickett, but there are still some signs of the damage around. But anyways, it's late night at the moment. What is Ray Ray up to? You know what? This is a cop-out, but I think I am sitting out in the woods on my little hammock getaway, and I am reading some entries in the journal. Nice. Before we get to that, have you made any progress? Have you built anything else in the in this time? Uh, I pretty much just made the the snipe pin sturdier, and yeah, I mean, I have like like a little shed canopy type deal over my hammock. Sure, just a rain catcher. Nice, just my little clubhouse. Great. So, reading the journal, I guess roll investigate a mystery. Okay. Oh, finally, it doesn't suck. It's a 10. <laughs> nice. So you get to ask two from the list. All right. Where did it go? Sure. And what is being concealed here? Okay. You've been having a tough time with this journal because you're reading it to get to know your mom a little bit better, but also to try and find the location of this stone that she kept that you now know uh, is the source of your power. But you haven't been able to find her talking about where she put it at all, which is probably pretty frustrating. So you start reading a couple of entries that are about her vision for the non-mundane part of the retreat. And you just find some ideas that she had, even probably some like little sketches, you know, like floor plans and and ideas for non-mundane creatures that she's seen uh, in her journeys. And then you find a little passage about her talking about Barb. And she talks about how good of a friend Barb is and how she wants Barb to always have a home there. And you see that she she left the stone with Barb. She knew that Barb would keep it safe and not try to use it for its power. The hell? As far as what's being concealed here, she talks about also she did want you eventually to have it. And she told Barb to give it to you if you asked for it. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, uh, hey, Barb. Yep. Barb, you up? Uh, uh, yeah. Hey. Are you up? I mean, yeah. I caught you snoozing in there the other day. <laughs> uh, that's, that's why I come out here, man. It's, hey, stop looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, did you, do you got a stone in there that belonged to Mama? Oh, uh, yeah, I think so. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I was I was wondering when you were gonna ask about that. You couldn't just mention it. No, <laughs> I forgot I had it. To be honest, it's around here somewhere. And you hear her sort of rooting around in her shed. It's, it's around here somewhere. Yeah, I think so. <sighs> oh shit, Chucky! 
Drop that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Are you kidding? No. Drop it. I said drop it. Come here, you little jerk. And yeah, you see uh, in Chucky's mouth is this necklace <laughs> that <laughs> oh has gosh. attached to it a green gem of some sort. You've had this this entire time? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. What is it? Some kind of heirloom? Some kind of... I mean, it's pretty. I, I'm not much for jewelry. I, I probably would have worn it. Yeah, you could say that. I'm uh, I'm gonna hold on to this for a bit. That's fine. One more thing for the dogs to chew on. You, you know these ain't dogs, right? What? Oh yeah, there's they're snaps. Well, she's not a lady or a fish, so I'm just I'm just making sure. I'm get, my memory's getting a little loose in my old age. Well, uh, well, thanks, Barb. I've been uh, I've been looking all over for this thing. Haven't seen it in a while. I'm glad you have it. All right. Well, thank you. I'm a I'm gonna go turn in. Turn in to what? A gator? <laughs> no, turn like I'm gonna go home. Gonna go to sleep at my house. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It, you should probably do the same. You don't want a beer? Uh, I'm good. I'll I'll see you tomorrow, Barb. As you start to make your way back to your home within the retreat, you get sort of a dreadful feeling, and I want you to read a bad situation. That's a seven. Okay, hold one. Um, are there any dangers we haven't noticed yet? You can't quite see anything in particular, but you feel like as you make your way through the woods, heading back to the public part of the retreat, you feel like you're being watched and you can't escape the feeling no matter how many times you look out into the darkness and don't see anything. Well, I guess if I don't, I can't find anything, I'm just going to keep walking towards retreat sure with that i think we're gonna go to ari it's me i'm ari what uh, what do you think ari's been up to more training with Seeb or your digs um i would say he's probably turned the area around the infirmary into more of a space to work on magic and things of the sort sure i think maybe he's even been set up with some newer technology in the way of handheld devices and is like listening on headphones to Latin lessons and getting even deeper into that while just kind of covering the barracks room down there in papers and drawings, much like the motel was. Nice. I want to say he's even just like down there in an undershirt working. He doesn't have to be living in fear in this hidden basement like he did in the motel. I mean, he's wearing pants. he's just winnie the pooing downstairs and rooster's just like hey man i really wish you'd just start wearing some pants (laughs) i hang out a lot here too man (laughs) i think he has taken a little bit more time to play games with rooster because he's down there a lot of the daytime during uh work hours during when the retreat is open oh that's fun but he's just been spending his time working in the infirmary, getting it kind of back to where it was when him and Loretta were working together, and getting the barracks down there acclimated to his uh, teachings, his new understanding of magic. Awesome. I will say that I'll say a couple of things here. Seeb has been a little bit more distant. Mm-hmm. He's definitely come by to work with you on your magic, uh, teaching you how to kind of supplement the fey runes with Latin words to increase the magic. Um, also teaching you about devil magic that blood sacrifice is always uh, powerful. But he's been a little bit more distant, seeming to 
focus more on his personal quest of uh, to destroy the devil of Tate's Hell. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he doesn't have any concrete leads, so he hasn't roped you in on that yet. And also, I want to say that, like, the fey magic that makes you youthful and and handsome and all of that is starting to wear off and your eyes are starting to look more sunken and your skin is looking a little bit more, you know, aged sort of in the way of Seeb. Just mm-hmm. because, yeah, that fey, that fey charm that keeps you young and beautiful is starting to sort of wear off a little bit. Yeah, uh, that's what I'm doing. Practicing my magic, trying to get rid of this minus one. I want to say that you've set up. <laughs> I want to say that you've set up like a um, like a dummy that looks vaguely like a monster, like mm-hmm. sort of against a tree, and you're like practicing harm runes on it. Mm, I'm into that. Um, do you want to give me a use magic roll, but give me some Latin flavor on it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I'm hesitant because I don't know what the devil magic even really looks like. Because Seebs is like purple, right? Yeah, Seebs, from what you've seen, just looks more or less like your fey magic. Maybe he's just like so seamlessly integrated it into what he does. Mm-hmm. It's like something that's not so tangible. Yeah, so I think what's going to happen here is I come out to my monster dummy in the back of the retreat carrying a towel, a kitchen knife, and my leather book that I've been documenting all these new runes and everything in, and maybe a small bowl, and I'm going to proceed to cut my hand and drip a small amount of blood into the bowl and then wrap my hand in the towel. And with, I think with my chalk, I am going to write the Latin word in the air, ulnere, for wound, and the blood from the bowl is going to start to curdle and coagulate in the bowl into sort of a darkening mass, no longer liquid, but just kind of dead and dried as I release the spell onto the dummy. Sure. Ooh, I like that. Okay, so here's here's the mechanical thing. Um, I'm going to give you your full plus three weird back, but you have to write in both Latin and Fey to get the full magic effect. Mm-hmm. And so it's going to take a little bit longer for you to cast. So if I have time to cast a spell, I can do it at full power. And if I am in the heat of the moment, it's going to be at minus one, is what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I like that. Roll use magic and get your full plus three since you're using... The devil magic. That is a five on the dice plus three is eight. So Cap, choose a glitch. I'll, t- I'll just do that. The effect is of a short duration. Sure. Which I think means that like the writing ahead of me just kind of fizzle pops out, almost like doing a quick spark and maybe the bowl that the blood is in cracks. Sure. Like not necessarily that the harm is a short duration, more that you can't keep doing this spell exactly without resetting your resetting your setup and the letters you write in the air are no longer this bright blue they're a little bit deeper of a color it's not quite as purple as Seeb's magic but you do notice a difference as the magical energy kind of flies into this dummy and rins a few kind of like cuts and slices in it, it doesn't completely demolish it but it definitely you definitely cause harm successfully to this thing. And when you harm this dummy, you notice 
very small sparks of red electricity sort of around the places where your magic inflicts. Isn't that interesting? So, Katie, I actually have an idea for what you're up to, if that's okay. Okay. Brittany from the hospital is very confused about what went what transpired there a few weeks ago and Mm -hmm. she has asked you to get drinks with her oh god okay she wanted to meet at the aw shucks raw bar it's an oyster bar (laughs) that's a few blocks down from the golden gull all right i will go meet her at aw shucks raw oyster bar so aw shucks is a pretty like hole in the wall type spot it's not as decorated and kitschy as the golden gull it's just more of your, like, no BS oyster bar. And she's in there drinking a beer, and she says, uh, she says, hey, hey, what's up? Thanks for, thanks for coming. I'm gonna, I guess, sit down. Hey there. Hey there. What? <laughs> I mean, I know what, she, I know she's gonna ask me questions that I don't want to answer, so I'm just nervous. So at first she doesn't get into it. She's, she's just like, um, Catching up. Catching up. She's like, oh, you shaved part of your head? Your hair looks good. I also bought a motorcycle. Wow. Yeah. I'm surprised you were, you didn't seem like the motorcycle type in high school. Really? I feel like I was the motorcycle type in high school. (laughs) How dare this Britney character write my (laughs) history? (laughs) I don't know. I'm just, I'm just surprised being like a cop and all like that you have a haircut like that. Well, you see, I'm 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 not exactly a cop anymore. Oh God, what happened? Um, Donnie thought it was better for me to to do some some kind of undercover work. Is this about? And then her face kind of she kind of looks to the floor for a second. Is this about what happened the other week? Yeah, and if I if I tell you about it, I'll have to kill you. And then I laugh really awkwardly. <laughs> <laughs> she does not laugh. She like. She looks up at you with sort of wild eyes. Uh, what? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's a joke. Okay, good, because I kind of want you to tell me about it. I mean, what I saw was... What exactly did you see? I mean, the patients at first were, like you warned me, they had, you know, they had lesions and boils and just looked pretty rough and they didn't feel good. But as the night went on, some of them, it sounds insane, but they grew other... Uh, appendages and started attacking the doctors Sarah I mean people I work with were wounded one of the doctors died it was, it was a shit show the, on, the only reason why I got you know some people to safety was because you were able to warn me about it a doctor died yeah which doctor Dr. Rosenbaum I I don't even know what to say to that that's horrible yeah I mean that's kind of why I want answers here nope nobody <laughs> Give me the time of day. The sheriff is being a goof about it. He won't even give me any information. Well, that's normal. I'm just supposed to forget about what happened. I know, I know Donnie is full of a lot of shit, but that's kind of what I was hired to do. There's something going on in, in Gullicochka, and I've been hired on basically to figure it out. And it would be really good to have a friend at the hospital that can help me. I'm sorry to hear that Rosenbaum died, but I mean, way more people could have, would have died. And if we can prevent something else happening, it would be, it would be good. But I don't need you to question me if I call you and and tell you something strange is about to happen. 
I just need you to trust me. Yeah, sounds like you need to roll plus charm. Which dice should I use? I'm going to go with my handy dandy tiger eyes. That was a good choice because those are box cars. That's a 15 for my first roll. Nice. That means they do what you want, no questions asked, right? Yep. I mean, she was already sort of, you know, she's not an opposing force to you. So, yeah, I mean, she's definitely fully, fully on your side at this point. She just kind of like nods her head, sort of in disbelief, but she's just trying to absorb this and take it at face value. And she goes, yeah, I'll help. I'll help in any way I can if you I'm here. I, I just I just want answers. I don't want to be blindsided by I mean, I didn't think such such a thing was was possible as what I saw last week. Well, I've seen some some weird things. And you might want to emotionally prepare yourself because that might not be the weirdest thing you've seen. Can you handle that? I I think so. I mean, as a nurse, I was kind of trained to handle anything came at me. So I'm going to do my best. I mean anything. <laughs> this is literally anything. Yeah, I, I got your back. Can I shake her hand? I want to be cool like Ari. She shakes your hand and she laughs and she says, as long as there's not like vampires or anything, you know, don't don't go to Sears. OK, <laughs> what? Nothing. Just Sears closed down. <laughs> yep. That's all I'm going to say. Sears is closed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they went out of business. Don't worry. Had nothing to do with vampires. Really? It's out of business. They had such <laughs> they had such great deals on home appliances. OK. So just after you shake Brittany's hand, your phone rings. Hello. Uh, hi there. Hey there, Sarah. What's going on? Oh, hey, Donnie. Um, listen, I, I don't got much time, but there's something you got to there's something you got to check out uh, before before my officers can get there. What is it? There's uh, reports of a of a of a, some kind of a plane crash. Oh, and uh, can you send me the coordinates? I can send you the general location. Uh, yeah, I, I I just want you to make sure nothing nothing crazy's going down there before my, I don't want my officers to get attacked by a werewolf or some okay. shit. <laughs> All right, just just text it to me and I'll I'll be there. Okay, thank you, thank you, Sarah. I just hang up. <laughs> bye bye. <now. laughs> Click. <laughs> I'm going to immediately call. God, it's always a friendship test. I'm going to call Ari. A phone rings directly behind you. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> yes, Sarah. Are you in danger? Maybe. I just got reports. Oh, wait. I'm saying this in front of Brittany. Can I, like, step away? Yeah, I mean, you. You. the conversation's probably more or less... Done. I'm going to excuse myself and tell her I'll, I'll see you later. Okay, it was it's good to see you. It was good seeing you. I'm going to duck out of this restaurant who are you with i'm with a friend but i just talked to donnie and there's some weird shit happening i think i think we should check out together where are we headed has he texted me yet did he say tate's hell he gives you like a mile marker on highway 65 where off to the east of the highway in the woods it looks like it's it's a plane crash in Tate's hell. You wanna you wanna get Ray Ray and I'll text you and you can meet me over there. Send Ray Ray the location. Oh, you still can't 
figure out how to read your text. <laughs> I'll collect our things and we will meet you there. All right. I'm going to get on my motorcycle in vroom vroom. Ari, you meet Ray Ray when he's on his way back to the retreat. Did Sarah contact you, Ray? Uh, no. She needs us to meet her. Something strange is going on. Yeah, I figured it's been a little too calm for two weeks. That makes sense. <laughs> We're about overdue. Seems like there's a monster every week these days. Rooster, who let you out of the infirmary? Seems like every week is a monster of the week. <laughs> <laughs> I have to unmute just to say that I laughed at your joke, Ian. <laughs> they didn't okay. laugh, but I laughed. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I, I am glad you're here, Rooster. We need you to drive us somewhere. Quiet on the set. Hello, and welcome to Hi the there. 30th episode of Shrimp and Crits. I scared the baby. Introducing our promo for the week. $2 feature. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Thank you for listening to... I'm not reading anything, I swear. I just sound like... No, that sounded good. Okay. This is Shrimp and Crits. Yeah. This is episode 30. If you made it all the way here from episode one, thank you so much for listening to... All of our stories and all of our nonsense. Especially the nonsense. You can keep up with our news and and nonsense on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Shrimp and Crits. Actual play Monster of the Week pod. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> and if you're looking to interact with us in any way, you can find us on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. I already on said Instagram, that. TikTok. Oh, did yeah. you? He just said that. I got really <laughs> thrown off by Ryan just reading slowly the words. Ryan, why don't you introduce our promo for the week? I'm here to introduce our promo for the week. <sighs> I am also Ryan. <laughs> Hello, Ryan. Our, our promo for the week is $2 Creature Feature. That's at $2 Creature on Twitter. The number two. Yeah, at <laughs> number two dollar creature on twitter uh they are a fellow actual play monster of the week podcast as well their keeper mr ray is uh in a project that i'm working on with some other keepers where it's called the keepers retreat and we're all playing monster of the week together so it's very fun we'll be releasing that cool dude at some point good good friends of the show good friends good and dude. here's their here's their promo Hey, this is Mr. Ray, and this is $2 Creature Feature. We're a Monster of the Week actual play podcast set at Severus Savardi's Traveling Fun Fair, a carnival in the 1960s. We follow the adventures of Dor. Dora's going to first check to make sure that her, her army jacket, which is tied around her waist as usual, is fully covering her gun. Oh yeah, you take your gun out with you. Nemo. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, stop it, stop it. I'm not edible for you. <laughs> I'm basically a corpse as well, just a, 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 a cleaner one. And Sybil. So imagine uh, an ethereal tentacle sprouting from the middle of your forehead, and on the tip of that is an eye. 
And it's nothing like that, but it helps you. Sybil, if it's okay with you, I think maybe I won't imagine that. They solve mysteries and hunt monsters. We're released bi-weekly on Fridays on your preferred podcast host. And remember, if you see something, slay something. <laughs> if you'd like to interact with us... Please join our Discord, please. You don't want to interact with us. <laughs> it's the I was Cast gonna say, Junkie Discord. Yeah. Get it? Say it. Do it. Cast Junkie Discord. It's not our Discord. It's the Cast Junkie Discord. You can find it in our show notes. <laughs> sure. There's lots of rad podcasts on there uh, that we're good friends with, like Thornvale mm-hmm. and Monster Hour and Top of the Round. So... Uh, come check us out there. We have our own channel where uh, listeners discuss the show, talk about our favorite ice creams. <laughs> um, we have weekly listening parties, and uh, our friend Davin does weekly, semi-weekly live streams of his of his art. And if you haven't already, please rate and review us on the podcatcher of your choice. We got a few new recent reviews, and they are just out of this world. Thank you so much for letting us know what you think of the show. We do release new episodes bi-weekly on Mondays, and the next episode is out Monday, September 20th. See you then. Bye-bye now. Over and out. Bye. Goodbye. 10-4. We are robots. Let's get back to the episode. I'm still here. 10-4. I said let's get back to the episode. So you guys meet at the, you meet near the woods, closest place where you can park. And it doesn't take long for you to notice that there's sort of like a um, pillar of smoke kind of coming in the, uh, coming up from the distance. Guessing we're going over there. Sarah, why are we here? So I got a call from Donnie about a plane crash. And he said something about werewolves. I'm sorry. Wait, they're aware. Actually, that actually that's a that's a dumb question. That's not very surprising to me that there'd be werewolves. <laughs> were they flying the plane? Oh, did you just ask if they were flying? Was that a joke, Ari? I mean, if nobody laughed, I guess it's not a joke. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting better at this funny thing, man. Well, I mean, if it was a plane crash. And uh, they were flying as yeah. to as to whether how well they were flying. That is up to debate. Well, the the point is, Donnie wouldn't have called me unless it was something weird. So we should just check it out after you. And I will gesture towards the woods. Can I read a bad situation? <laughs> yeah, sure. That's another great roll. That's a that's a 10 on the dice. Plus one. That's an 11. On read about the situation, that's hold three. Are there any dangers we haven't noticed? Um, I'm sure there are. <laughs> I don't know how you tell us without telling us. So let me start by describing the, the scene of the crash. Okay. 
so you get to this kind of well it's a clearing because some of the trees have been knocked over in the wreckage but there's like there's sort of a pond um sort of a small swampy patch and this plane this like military looking cargo plane has crashed on the banks of this uh of this swampy pond and you see blood splattered on the windshield of the cockpit from the inside and you see the door is sort of wide open the sort of cargo loading door is wide open and the pond is not still but you're not sure you know it could just be regular ripples in the water but there's definitely a little bit of motion in the water do we see the insignia yes yeah you see that it says on the side of the plane the word gear in all capital letters and slightly smaller text under it it says a global extraordinary acquisitions and research and then there's the image of a gear sort of around the whole logo oh it's shield i get it it's shield am i familiar with this particular organization I was about to ask, does that look familiar to you in character? Why don't you roll your dark past move here? Uh Uh-oh. That is eight on the dice. Plus three is 11. Okay, uh, do whatever you do on a full success. (laughs) On a 10 plus, ask the keeper two questions from the list below. Okay, ask two questions. Have I dealt with this creature or one of its kind? What did I learn? Uh, the creature being the, uh, the uh, gear, the entity. Um, yeah, you sort of have vague memories of this group and of them trying to interfere in a mission, in an FAE mission that you were trying to do. You don't remember specifics. You remember only foggy memories of this, but you do recall them try to kind of trying to kind of usurp your authority on the in the matter do i know anyone who might be behind this being does gear have enemies other than the fae not that i don't think they are incapable of this you know that it's not like a government organization so to speak it's more (laughs) of like a paramilitary like it's not completely a legitimate business this agency is a pedestrian overgrown agency who want to imprison and collect anything out of the ordinary they are very much under the table oh if they were transporting something and something got out i um i don't know how terrible it can be well, the werewolf thing's starting to make a whole lot more sense. <laughs> Ray Ray, do you want to come look inside this craft with me? Sure. <laughs> Should I finish asking my questions? Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> so, are there any dangers we haven't noticed? You already asked that one. Did you answer it? Yeah, yeah, the blood on the windshield and the water isn't completely still. Okay. Um, that could be nothing. Yeah. Um, if they're going to check out inside the plane, can I go look at the pond and see if I can tell what's moving in the water? 
Sure. Do you want to? You don't want to um, ask any other of the questions? Can I hold them? Is that allowed? Yeah. I mean, you can only ask them for the situation at hand, but it does seem like you're going to be in this situation for a minute, so yeah. that's, that's fine by me. Um, so yeah, you walk up to the water. Why don't you roll, investigate a mystery? You're just kind of, what are you doing? Are you... I kind of want to, like, it's dark outside, right? Yeah. Can I, like, shine a, my flashlight or my phone flashlight or something into the water to see if I see anything? Sure. I could assume that, you know, a you didn't person... Bring a- a more powerful you definitely flashlight. Have a flashlight. Okay, I brought You're a, a real flashlight. <laughs> I'm a bounty hunter, you hear that? Yeah, I mean, I'm, you are, yeah. I brought a real flashlight. <laughs> All right. So I, have I don't know if you've ever shined a, a phone flashlight into- at the ground in the dark, but it doesn't do a whole heck of a lot. <laughs> I was like, wait, I'm not a cop anymore, I guess. I don't have a flashlight, but yes, that makes sense. <laughs> well, that's a seven, so that's not the best. Okay, hold one. Uh, but I will say before you ask your question, mm-hmm. for the briefest moment, you see what looks to be a face looking at you, but then it disappears so quickly that you think you may have imagined it. What is being concealed here? Sure. With that, you get a better idea, and it definitely isn't your reflection or a figment of your imagination. You definitely get the sense that you saw something looking at you. And it oh, disappeared God. as quickly as it could. Oh, God. And with that, we'll go to Ray Ray and Ari entering the vessel. Hey, uh, anybody in there? What's the door or opening situation? Yeah, so there's like a cargo hold door, you know, picture action movies where they jump out in the par- with the parachutes. The, the back of it is open? Yeah, the back of it that leads okay. to like the cargo hold. There's not like fire, right? It's just kind of smoking. Yeah, it's just kind of smoking, exactly. I'm not afraid this is going to blow up. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it might be, uh, you know, it's a well-built military plane, so I imagine it's built to hit the ground pretty hard. But yeah, at the moment, it it seems stable-ish, except for the smoke. Okay. I'm going to release Ignis. I would also like to see if I can tell what the struggle was and if there are any bodies remaining in here there's definitely some bodies littered around uh like two or three and there seems to be a man standing in the center of the room it's dark you see a silhouette oh fuck and you see the blue light of ignis illuminating his silhouette um why don't you roll investigate a mystery though to like check out these bodies and the cargo hold in general I think I would probably say something to this person and if there's just a person standing there. To paint a better picture, so is so I know there's water. It's outside but this isn't like under underwater, it's just kinda No, there might be some water that like in the crash kind of splashed into the vehicle. So I'm not submerging myself in water. You're to definitely get in. not submerged. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah this, is a, this is on the bank yeah. above water for okay, sure. Cool. I'm just making sure. I am Ari Green. Are you hurt? What happened here? There's no response. Hey, anybody, you all right? Still no response. All right. What are the what are the chances that he's a werewolf? Are you a werewolf? Do you legally have to tell me. <laughs> you legally have to tell me if you're a werewolf. <laughs> Can I like either have Ignis get brighter or draw a light rune like? I did in the last arc. Yeah, Ignis can get brighter. 
Ignis sort of illuminates the room, uh, sort of flying up into a light bulb and brightening the area with just that blue tint. And you see that this man is sort of completely stationary. He's not, he doesn't even appear to be breathing, but he is standing up sort of in a pose. Uh, he's holding what appears to be an assault rifle facing the cockpit of the vehicle. Um, so he has his back to you. And you're still like kind of in the doorway of this place. Ray Ray, go and see if you can ease that rifle out of his hand while I take a look around. Man, I've seen horror movies. I'm going to look at him. His face is going to be gone or something. (laughs) I promise you, Ray Ray, no matter what is in this plane, you are far more dangerous. Well, that was really rude. (laughs) (laughs) I'll go get the damn gun. (laughs) You go to yank the gun out of this guy's hand, and that's when you see that he is completely made of stone. Right, Ray. Weird place to put a statue. <laughs> is the gun also made of stone? Yep, it's part of the statue. Can I take a look around? Yes, roll investigate a mystery. Seven on the dice plus two is nine. Great, hold one. What is being concealed here? You see that there is indeed some kind of cage that it has been ripped open, and you see that there are other bodies of men that aren't stone that are dressed a lot like this guy, exactly like this guy, and they also have assault rifles. And there are kind of like bullet holes in the walls. You see sort of blood streaked in places, like something kind of slid through the carnage and out of the back of this plane into the water behind it. Oh, no. Do these guys have radios on them? Yeah, I guess they would. Can I take one? Sure. I clip it on my belt. Nice. Whatever was contained in here, Ray Ray, it has gone. We need to find what it is before it does this to Gullicotrica. Uh, are you saying this thing turned this dude into stone? All signs point to yes. Oh, shit. What's, what's, what's her name? The snake lady? Is she real? You know, it was like in uh, the Odyssey. Or one of them. <laughs> Either that or the wild bites have some unexpected effects. Uh, Medusa? It was Medusa. The Gorgon. Oh, from Zelda? When'd you get in here, Sarah? Oh, sorry. <laughs> Is everything okay outside, Sarah? <laughs> Why are you soaking wet? I made a Zelda joke. <laughs> Katie, what is Sarah up to? Other than... Bad Zelda jokes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, got her. Burn, burn. I'm, I'm dabbing right now. You can't see, but I'm dabbing. I'm also offended that Ari investigated a mystery and sees that it went into the water and knows that I'm looking out at the water and I'm about to die and doesn't even react. We're on the way. I said we need to figure out what it is. We're on the way out. You can use your read a bad situation holds if you want. Oh, yeah, that would make sense. You have two left. I guess what's the biggest threat? That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, you happen to see a light, not in the water, but in the trees. Oh. It's like an LED light. Like, it's not like a flashlight being shined around. It's like you see sort of, yeah, like an LED light. 
All right, and what's, I guess, what's most vulnerable to me? Are you going to say me? <laughs> no. Okay, what's, what's the best way to protect me? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the best way to protect the victims? Um, yeah. I mean, if, if you view yourself as the victim here, you're sort of out in the open. You don't know what is around you or in the water. So probably taking cover in some way or okay. trying to figure out what it is that's out there. Yeah, because I don't I didn't know if the water or the light was worse. The bit uh, the your question was, what's the biggest threat? So the water at this point doesn't seem to be the biggest threat. Guys, Sarah, something is on the loose in these woods. I'm going to point out the light. Hey, I think we got to like keep our eyes closed. What? Ari, if, look, there's something in the trees there. Don't look at her. Don't. <laughs> Ray, Ray, Ray. What, what on earth do you mean? We got a Medusa yeah. situation, uh, Sarah. You said don't look at her, and you're talking about me? Inside of the plane is a man turned to stone. Pointing at the light here. Do you, do you see that LED light up there? The light will have disappeared by <sighs> by then. It, it was like a quick flash of something you saw mm. where it God. just implied that something's out there. What light, Sarah? Where was I, it? I saw a light up in the trees, and now it's gone. It's like something was watching, or something. I don't know. Should we go and have a look? Up in the trees? I'm not climbing a goddamn tree. It wasn't up in the trees. It was like <laughs> behind a tree in the distance. Oh. Well, I mean, what. I guess we could walk that way. That would make more sense. <laughs> I'm telling y'all, I've seen this before. If you see her, you gotta close your eyes really quick. Or like, look at her through reflections. Like a basilisk? No, that's Harry Potter. The, uh, oh shit, what if, what if this is a basilisk? I don't think that thing turned people into stone. This is Medusa. It didn't turn people to literal stone, but they froze. Well, this guy's stone. I'm walking into the woods. Well, this is not Harry Potter, so... Well, that's, that's <laughs> what I'm trying to tell you. It's not God, Harry Potter. This God is, damn it, Ray Ray. Ari, when you walk into the woods, you... Get shot. <laughs> all of a sudden have a light on your chest and you hear someone say, freeze. I put my hands up. Do you have any weapons? No. I'm sure we hear this. Is it possible? Oh, yeah. For me to like yank Ray Ray down like we hide? Sure. Jump in the water. I'm sure it's safe. Oh, God. <laughs> I want to like cover Ray Ray's mouth because I'm sure he's still fucking talking about Harry Potter. And I want to like... You're the one talking about Harry Potter. I'm talking about Medusa. Which we fall to the ground. <laughs> put, your, put your hands on your head and drop to your knees. I comply. Two people come out from behind you in the woods, and they have, like, kind of zip-tie handcuffs, and they start to uh, bind you. I, uh... <laughs> and, and the one that was talking to you, the one that's ahead of you pointing his gun at you, Says into his radio, Commander McCoy, we got uh, we got some civvies here. I got one of them apprehended. We're going to move to uh, take care of the other two. I pull out my gun. <laughs> Where's Ignis? <laughs> Ignis, Ignis is... changes a lot about this. So I, 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 if it depends, what do you have Ignis doing? Last we heard from them, they were in a light bulb inside, but they probably would have followed you outside. Yeah, but even if Ignis is there, the the person 
pointing their gun at you doesn't seem that concerned. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think it would just change, like, them calling me a civvy if there's a, you know. Nope. Okay. Um, I think Ignis would head back to, like, fly back to uh, Ray Ray and Sarah. Okay. Alerted, you know, even if it's just like, if I don't know if people are going to chase Ignis, but we we saw smoke from the road. Is everyone okay? Were you on that plane? Just... Just keep quiet. We're uh, my boss is on the way. We'll have this taken care of, and we'll get you to safety. Thank you for your kindness in the matter. He just sort of stays with you as the other two that tied you up start to move back towards Sarah and Ray, where they're attempting to hide, but <laughs> it's pretty clear that these people know where they are. Lay on the ground, pretend to be dead bodies. <laughs> Especially since Ignis just like signaled. <laughs> Hey, I'm like waving you, at Ignis trying to get. What are you, get, what are you get doing, man? I'm trying to. Can you at least get like here? Get in my shirt. Get in my shirt. <laughs> okay, Ignis flies in your shirt. In your pocket. There's like a glowing light that you can see through the fabric of your Hawaiian shirt pocket. Looks like Iron Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think where I could. Well, my gun is still concealed in my waistband so i guess that's as good as it's gonna get i was like where can i stick it that i could easily reach it without it being seen but i guess it is already where it needs to be sarah what do we need to do are you not doing you need me to get ari out of there where i'm looking at you like i don't know what the fuck to do are you about to no limits this you're gonna carry us off i mean i can <laughs> that's not in character i know <laughs> but isn't rooster parked on the street oh yeah yeah, he is. Hope Rooster's okay. <laughs> he's probably already arrested, yeah, but I'm not probably. with you. Uh, so are these, is it like obvious to me that these people are just walking straight to us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They're pretty much up on you now. Uh, I'll put my head hands up and I'm close. I'm closing my eyes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> look, look, buddy, I don't want to hurt you and you don't, you, you don't want to hurt me. Just uh, hurt me. What the hell does that mean? Uh, it means cause physical pain. <laughs> Look, hey, and she, nope, she nope, I'm not, not, I'm not looking. <laughs> you won't get me, Enchantress. She motions over to her other, uh, the other soldier next to her, and she goes, cuff this guy before he starts trouble. I'm just shaking my head. <laughs> and she's got her gun pointed towards you. I want to hold my hands up, but I also want to ask, is this... Is this necessary? I mean, we were just checking to see if everything was all right. You're trespassing. We need to wait for our commander to get here. We don't have protocol for this. Just just comply and we'll get you guys to safety. It's not it's not safe around here. So you all you guys all get cuffed and they kind of gather you all off to the side. And after a time of waiting, Commander McCoy arrives. She's the commanding officer in charge of this mission. And she's a tough looking chick. And she's got these like camouflage tactical pants. And she's wearing an American flag bandana on her head. <laughs> she's armed to the teeth. She's got multiple guns on her person. Jesus. She looks at you guys and then she looks at the guy who apprehended you. And, uh, and she says, uh, any sign of the prime target? No, ma'am. Just these civvies, and uh, there was a 
a wisp or something zipping around, but doesn't seem like, just seems like it's a woodland creature or something. Oh, there's multiple of them. But the, 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 the main one, the main one must be her. You won't take me, Medusa. Medusa, what, what have you been saying around these civvies that they, that they're talking about Medusa? Are you crazy? Uh, I, I haven't said anything, haven't, they're, they seem like a, just a couple of goofballs. Hey, hey. <laughs> oh, and, uh, and Rooster would also be tied up near you. I was wondering that. I see, I see, I see, okay. He's fine, yeah. Okay, great, great. Just He's make. just, like, sort of looking at you guys and, like, kind of giving you, like, a what the fuck, what the fuck's going on? Rooster, keep your eyes closed. Are you okay, buddy? Are you not, you're not stoned yet? <laughs> so Commander McCoy looks at mostly Sarah and Sarah and Ari, and she's like, <laughs> <laughs> "Look, seems like you two have a little bit of sense. Um, we're going to get you guys out of here. Uh, I recommend you don't return to the area. This is a close investigation. Uh, we've got a lot to go over." If we see you again, we're going to have problems. Uh, this is a very dangerous area. We, we are happy to get out of your way and let you conduct your business. I'm just following Ari's lead, I guess. We will be sure not to breathe a word of this to anyone. Uh, yeah, that would be best. Understood. All right, get, get them into the truck. Get them back to town. We'll tow your vehicle back to town in the morning. Well, but... Why, why can't we just take our vehicle and go? Yeah, what about my motorcycle, man? Yeah, we'll get it all back to town, but we need to make sure that you four are not going to return here to mess up our investigation. Is that legal? What, are you a cop? Yes. You gotta get shot. I, sh- I show him my badge. <laughs> do, you, do you have your badge? Yeah. She I, has her dad's. I still have my dad's badge. Okay. I keep it on me. You're about to die. Oh, God. Oh, shit. Um... Is that her? Yeah. Oh God! That's, yeah. yeah. Okay. Just making sure. That's horrifying. I was I was sent to investigate this plane crash. The town, the the sheriff already knows that there was a crash here, so it's not a secret. All right. Well, I guess. Are you trying to keep it a secret? I mean, the less that gets known about this, the better. We need to locate our cargo, and we need to get out of here as soon as possible. If you could get law enforcement to cooperate with us, that would be great. Who who are these other three, by the way? Um, they don't look like cops. I mean, you don't look like a cop. No, I'm an undercover agent. I'm just going to start lying. In, what is this? This Depend- is we're, we're, we're in Florida, right? Yep. Gullic- You're telling me there's undercover agents working in Gullicochica, Florida? It's, yes. Well, what the hell are you doing in Gullicochica, Florida? Well, it looks like they crashed here, right, right? Trying to... (laughs) Close your eyes. (laughs) Look, I can can get the sheriff to back off, but you need to tell me what what we're dealing with here, because I I know it's not just a plane crash. Roll plus charm to manipulate someone. Yeah, I have that. God damn, that was horrible. Mm. You know what? I'm going to use luck. Ooh. It's been so long. Because that was Snake Eyes. You are a mundane. The playbook of luck. Yeah, and I I think it would be good 
Because if I get a 12 on this, then I can make her an ally, and that would be a good ally to have, I think. Yeah. So let me mark that. So she looks at you, and it seems like the ha, the gears are turning. Oh, man. <laughs> she sighs and makes a tactical decision to trust you. Okay, look. The PT is some living cargo. This may be news to you, but there's some pretty crazy stuff out there in this world <clears throat> that's just not safe for mundane folks such as yourselves. You see how heavily we're armed? This isn't to keep people away from the crash site. This is to deal with the cargo that we lost. I don't, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> just tell me that you will keep any other civilians, she refers to the other three people with you, and any other cops away from this area well, we can locate the PT and get it out of here. What does PT mean? I've been Googling it, trying to figure it out this whole time. The prime target. Prime. I was thinking physical threat. <coughs> I was like, oh. Um, I mean, yes. I was, my dumbass is like, physical doesn't start with a P. <laughs> <laughs> I could do that, but I, you can't tell me what we're dealing with here. I, I mean, I've seen some shit. She la she laughs in a smug way. She goes, ha, "Yeah, I bet you have, but nothing like this. This is the kind of thing that people like you only read about in fairy tales." Yeah, you definitely ain't from around here. <laughs> Can I stand up? I yeah, say, of course. Does, does Ari want to show off? I was. I, I'm learning. I'm listening right now. Makes sense, but. I do just want to look at her and I'm going to talk to her, but I want to use my fellow believer because what she is saying is exactly what this move is for. Yeah. People understand you've also known strangeness. Bystanders will talk to you about weird things. They would not trust another hunter or mundane official to believe. I know that what you are dealing with, what you have lost is not mundane, is not of this world. We will help you find it, but you have to tell us what it is that we are hunting. Um, she looks at you surprised. She goes, hmm, the tall, silent one has words. Sometimes. But she seems to be sussing you out, and she does kind of break a little bit, and she goes, I've dealt with your type before. You're, you're one of them FAE agents. I am. And I am willing to help you. Well, I guess I have seen weird stuff. <laughs> I am also willing to keep your mistake off of any records. Yeah, what you doing crashing and letting stuff loose in my town, man? <laughs> Rary's such a hype man this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Look, your, your expertise, unfortunately, this isn't a fey creature. It's a, it's a beast that's from this world. You would be surprised how well I've adapted. Can you, like, let us out of these handcuffs? Uh, Ray Ray, do it. Ray Ray, do it. Break it. Hold it's on, your, I, it's, hold it's your on. turn. I, I got shit, and I'm... <laughs> I thought you'd never ask. I was just waiting for it. I would like to break out of my handcuffs. I, I, don't, think, I don't think I need to roll, have you roll for that. It feels like a no limits thing, but I feel like you're strong enough to break out of some damn handcuffs. Yeah. They're not like metal handcuffs anyway. They're the plastic kind. 
Yeah, I got you. Here goes, Sarah. <laughs> well, I was going to let you guys out, but I guess that works. <laughs> She's not even impressed and oh. Rara is sad now. <laughs> Look, OK, you guys seem you guys seem legit. You guys seem like you got your your shit together here, but you got to make good on your promise. Keep any other civilians and police officers away from this area. I don't need anybody else in on this investigation. And I see you took one of our radios. Cut that thing on. And if you if you find anything, tell me. So you're still not going to tell us what we're looking for here. We're just going in there blind. Well, that's kind of an advantage if it's a Medusa. Oh, my God. <laughs> she holds she holds out her hand and one of her soldiers brings a case file up to her and she opens it up and shows you what you're looking for. Uh, you see a picture of what looks to be some sort of Loch Ness monster looking thing. Um, and she oh, says, kind of cute. She says, it is kind of cute. <laughs> uh, she says, what you're looking for here is one of the few surviving plesiosaurs. It is, uh, it is known here in the States as the Altama Haha. Uh, now we have made certain. That's Nessie. No, Nessie is in Scotland still. We have not apprehended that particular beast. This, this one, our science team has made certain genetic modifications to. Oh, God, some Jurassic um, Park shit. Wait. And I do recommend you don't look it in the eyes if it's upset. Oh, it's a oh, Medusa. Ray Ray it's was a, right. It's a Nessie Medusa. <laughs> We've added in just enough basilisk DNA to allow it to turn you to stone with a glance. Oh, we were all a little right. Look at that. Why? Why? So, gear is... Just a Jurassic Park wannabe? We're not making a theme park, sweetheart. Oh my god, what, what is the point of this genetic testing? What the then? hell are you making? I can't tell you all of that. Besides a super-powered dinosaur. You're Actually, this is, this is literally Jurassic Park. You made a super-powered <laughs> dinosaur. <laughs> How about this? And she cocks her weapon, and she says, Oh, jeez. I'll assist you as long as you're willing to bring the PT back to us. But if you're not privy to that plan, then we're going to have some issues that may make it difficult for me to allow you to integrate yourself back into society. The only issue we have here is that you are turning these creatures into weapons. We will find it for you. We will find them. But after that, you are leaving here and you are never returning. Do we have a deal? Like, I'd want to spend any more time in this backwater town anyway. I put out my hand. She holds her hand out to shake your hand. But before you make skin contact, there is a cry and a gun goes off. One of these soldiers is dragged into the pond by the crash site. What could go wrong? I start running towards it. Everybody just roll 2d6 and we'll see who gets the lowest. I'm assuming we don't add anything to it. No, I got a seven. I got an eight. I also got a seven. No, nobody, nobody rolled under a six. So here's what I'm going to do. Um, a stray bullet hits Commander McCoy 
and it hits her in her arm where she didn't have any bulletproof vest. But she points her gun over towards the lake and starts starts going. So, Sarah, you said you also started walking that way? Running. Uh, Running? Sarah, keep your eyes closed. Oh, my God. (laughs) It literally just said it. Ray Ray trips on a log. It literally said how it's how... Oh, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) I want to open my lighter and have Ignis return to me because I don't want a little stone fireball. Fair. For their own safety right now. Back in the pocket. Ignis, return! (laughs) Ignis does so. And then I will start heading that direction without covering my eyes like a mad lad. All right, Ray Ray, what is... They they both run towards the commotion. What do you do? I was running, but I tripped. (laughs) Great. So it sounds like... (laughs) It sounds like Sarah arrives first. She uses the what-can-go-wrong move as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, So yeah, you see some limbs thrashing about in the water and you see this creature with its teeth sunk into this soldier and it has a long slender neck attached to a body with two large flippers as limbs and a tail as well oh <laughs> it it would look very cute if it weren't uh currently murdering a man hmm. where is the monster biting this person kind of in his abdomen Okay, do I see a limb that I can grab onto and try to pull the person? Yeah. Okay, that's what I want to do. Roll protect someone. Oh, it could be worse. It's a seven. Okay, so you protect them okay, but you're su- you're going to suffer some or all of the harm they were going to get. Oh. So you go to kind of like try and pull this guy free, and the Altamahaha releases him, and... It doesn't have the angle to bite at you, it, so it just sort of, like, headbutts you and sends you flying. You're kind of, like, in the banks of this thing, sort of, like, thigh deep in the water, uh, but it sends you back up um, onto the bank, and you're going to take just one harm from that. Um, Katie, don't you have things where you can suffer less harm from your what-could-go-wrong move? Oh, yeah, I can reduce someone's harm. <laughs> I've never, I don't think I've ever used it. Reduce someone's harm suffered by one. So okay, do I so reduce we, my own harm? or you, Yeah, I'll let you reduce your own harm. That makes sense. This dude's not dead, right? Or, yeah, oh, you I could also it use dead. it to reduce his harm, because yeah. he was getting bit. Because my next move was going to be lay on hands, this dude, but... Cool. Yeah, you reduce his harm. He's still got nicked by the teeth, but maybe he's not quite disemboweled as he would have been. Okay. But as soon as you get the guy free from its grasp, the other uh, the other soldiers start to open fire immediately. I do close my eyes, though, just in case. <laughs> <laughs> Ari, what do you do? How I mean, they're shooting it. How is it reacting to being shot? It is just sort of roaring. It's got kind of this okay. like um, we you mentioned Jurassic Park. It's got sort of this Jurassic Park kind of like. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Ari looks at the camera and says that to the narrator. Yep. <laughs> um, I just look up in the sky. Uh, <laughs> so it's not just like dying. It's not. They're not just executing it. No, but it is crying out okay, in pain yeah. and rage. Oh, God. Oh, that's sad. Um, fuck. I'm going to, as quick as I can, run through the commotion close to the beast, but out of neck reach. and 
pull out a piece of chalk and place it on my neck. Okay. Okay. And much to the keeper's dismay, I'm going to try to communicate with this animal. (laughs) Okay, roll plus weird, minus one. Please give it the weirdest voice you possibly can. (laughs) I rolled a seven on the dice, plus two is a nine. Okay, choose a glitch. I think this glitch is kind of what I'm trying to do. Anyway, I'm going to draw immediate and unwelcome attention. Okay, yeah. So what do you say to it? Listen to me. Uh, it immediately looks looks at you. And you turn his toe. There's a, very, <laughs> yeah. there's a very brief moment here because it's... There's, it's getting shot by bullets, so yes, it just it looks at you as if to wait for what you're gonna say. Now, am I speaking English? Like, what does everyone else hear? I think everyone else probably hears you, you calling like a. Crazy <laughs> yeah. That being said, I'm wondering, do they keep going? Like, I want to know what the men's reaction is to hearing me roar like a beast. <laughs> I think that they they are very very intent on their uh, mission on uh, apprehending the prime target. I know that these weapons do not harm you in any significant way, but you need to lie down, and they will stop. We can help you, but right now you need to calm down. Um, for a second you think you think you see sadness in its eyes. I and... didn't see sadness in mine. <laughs> It sees sadness in yours. And you hear it say to you, I have to protect my child. And then a tranquilizer hits it in the neck, Mm. uh, which you see is fired by Commander McCoy, uh, prompting the Altamahaha to sink into the water and disappear from sight. So the gunfire kind of stops. Commander McCoy sort of runs up to see where it went, but it has, when it submerges itself, it can completely turn invisible. Oh. Uh, Ray Ray, I know that I didn't really give you an action there. Is there anything particular you're doing now? Getting up. Because <laughs> you fit. Were you, you down? Because I fell. Because oh. yeah, I fell. <laughs> Committing to the bit. Thank God you did, because that tranquilizer went right above your head. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. Ari, were you just uh, talking to that thing? I want to get up close to Ray. It has a child. It told me it's looking for its child. Huh. And the and it got tranquilized, so it's like down. It's in the water and invisible. It got hit by the tranquilizer, but it's unclear whether that made it actually pass out. It what what it did was flee as soon as it realized that it could be knocked out there. Oh, so it's it's not under there. They don't have it. No, no, no. It went underwater, disappeared, and as far as you know, swam away. The other soldiers are sort of going into the water to look for it at Commander McCoy's uh, command. <laughs> and she she runs up to you, Ari, and she's like, what did it say to you? It told me it was afraid of you. It damn well better be. So let me get this straight. <laughs> you find this magnificent mysterious creature and your first thought is we need to give that superpowers i mean i don't work in the science department that's not my purview 
I don't feel like anybody in your organization works in a science department. It looks more like a butcher shop. I don't like the attitude you guys are copping. Yeah, well, you're in my house, so uh, you're kind of losing jurisdiction a little bit here. You brought this to my town, and you, you're you way more dependent on us right now than we are you. How about I eliminate the witnesses I have here in front of me? I'd like to see you try, sweetheart. She points her gun at you. Should I break it? Yeah, I'm going to break it. Yeah, I'm going to break it. Just going to snap it. All right. Uh, I guess that's a no limits. Yeah, roll no limits. That is a seven. <laughs> I barely okay, break it. <laughs> choose the complication. Uh, Gotta go to sleep. <laughs> All right. Now that took a lot out of me. Good night. <laughs> I guess I'll take one harm and it cuts me or something. <laughs> no, no, she's going to fire her gun and you you grab it and move it to where it doesn't hit you anywhere vital, but it does nick you for one harm. And as soon as she shoots that gun, all of the rest of the soldiers turn um, turn on you guys as you sort of snap her assault rifle in half. And the rest of the soldiers just sort of start moving toward you. Yeah, I feel like we're encircled here. You look over and you see you're sort of like uh, panting in 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 exertion and an adrenaline. And you look over and you see one of the soldiers has rooster held at gunpoint. Genevieve. God, where did it go? I think it went inside my computer.